Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 everybody. It's the, uh, it's the Halloween season, and we are here at Drive Through HR uh, doing a show that we, um, we're calling Back from the Dead. It's, it's Zombie HR. And uh, before I talk too much longer, let me, uh, let me toss it over to the Drive Through HR host, uh, Mike Vandervoort, and I will let him. Introduce me. <laughs> hey, Robin. How are you today? Happy early um, Halloween. I'm good, Mike. Happy Halloween. Yeah. I, are, are you gonna? Are you doing a party? Are you dressing up at work? You work at home now, right? So you can just like wear your pajamas yeah. as your Halloween. <laughs> I might. Um, I might put you know like HR office lady clothes on tomorrow for Halloween, and that could be my costume. Cool. <laughs> Cool. So, um, so yeah, like you said, it's it's HR Zombie Show. This show drive through has been around for quite a while, and we it, it kind of comes and goes, and we've had a bunch of different hosts, and I guess we're uh, Robin and I are have been planning for a little while, and we're going to try to to bring it back from the dead and launching it in sort of a traditional drive through HR way with a with a Halloween show. We did this with a few other folks a couple years back, and. It lasted a while, so uh, so I'm glad to have Robin here. I've been doing the last show we did was uh, June 30th, and I was I was finishing up shows around the uh, Sherm 18 hashtag. I did a bunch of interviews with bloggers and people who weren't there, uh, and Robin was the last show. So it's been four months since the last episode of Drive Through. So we're on our our erratic schedule, and we're, but we're going to change that up. So you want to tell folks about that, Robin? We are going to change it up, and and it's um, it's super exciting. And you know, I I think as you and I have been plotting this, Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, Mike, it's um, Mark. <laughs> it's Mark. I don't know who Mark is. Um, we yeah. um, you know the 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 chance for us to kind of carry on the tradition of drive through is here, but with a new twist. Um, you know, back in the back in the day, back in the early days of drive through when when Brian Wempen um, launched it, um, you know, uh, it was it was a daily show. I just can't even imagine that. And you right. know, Brian spent his time um, talking to a lot of a lot of practitioners, and that was sort of the focus. And over the years, the the iteration of the show has changed and. And drive through moved into well, let's expand beyond practitioners and let's talk to other people involved in you know the HR talent space. And so we had um, a lot of vendors and and uh, consultants and thought leaders and influencers and advisors and and all those sorts of sorts of folks on the show. And um, you know, since those early days, you know, everybody and his brother has a podcast now. There's there's a lot just in the HR space. So, um, you know, I think it's kind of cool because as, as we've talked about, you know, what do we want the focus to be, um, you know, what we've settled on I think is pretty cool. So we're going to talk to um, a variety of folks, but it will be people that are invested in some way in what drives people, what drives HR, what drives talent, um, and how that sort of fits into this larger ecosystem that we have. 
And so um, for our for our listeners, um, we're going to do weekly shows. We're going to do every Tuesday live um, because we, we hope to get back to that, that call-in mentality. We hope to get some folks calling in and talking to us live. But we're going to have our guests focus on one of four themes. Um, and, and they're broad themes, but I think it will help us kind of categorize what we're talking about. So we're going to have um, Workplace Now, um, and that's where we'll talk to people about um, the future of work. Be- but we're calling it Workplace Now because the future is now. The future is here. So Workplace Now, Great. we're going to talk about cool tools. That's theme number two. That's when we'll get in to the conversations with the um, the people who are developing um you know, the next generation of technology. And, and certainly I think that focus can be on HR technology, but not just HR technology. What are some cool things that are happening out there that are going to change the way we work and, and interact with each other in the workplace? So cool tools is the second theme. Um, we've, we've shamelessly borrowed a phrase from our good friend Franny Oxford, um, who used to have a blog um, and we all wish she still would, um, called Do the Work. And our Do the Work theme is when we will get in folks um, that are practitioners. We, we totally want to talk to people at every stages of their career in, in the HR and talent space. So um, that, may be, that may be, you know, newbies um, to HR. That may be some CHROs. So we're going to talk to actual practitioners still in, in our Do the Work theme. And then our fourth theme is Hot Topics, which um, you know kind of keeps it open, but that could be everything from um, you know what's happening in the news in any given day or week. Um, it could be things that are tangentially related to HR in the workplace. And um, you know, so some broad themes, but it's also going to give us give us a focus. I'm 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 looking forward to, to getting those scheduled and kind of planning around that. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I think I, I, I think the difference, I guess, what we're, what we're going to try to do this time is I, I, we want to – there are, like you said, Robin, there are a ton of great podcasts out there, Lori Rudiman and Jennifer McClure and, you know, that are newer, I guess, and, and – Taking, you know, talking to people. I think Lori interviewed somebody that's running for president on one of her blogs recently. I doubt we'll, I doubt we'll aspire to get uh, Donald Trump on, but you never know. He likes, he likes. Yeah, you never, you never know, and uh, you know that that could be a, quite a polarizing show. Um, we, and you we, know, we probably fill that half. <laughs> you know what's Go super ahead. exciting? You know what's super exciting? We have a call-in guest here. So um, it's, it's kind of a surprise. I'm, I'm, it's area code six seven eight. So uh, so let's see who who this is. Who's who's calling us from the six seven eight? Hey, it's Tim Gardner. Tim, Gardner. Well, Tim. I knew someone from Atlanta. He's my neighbor. Tim, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Happy Halloween. Oh, the easiest way for me to listen. <laughs> well, we're. We're we're inviting you onto the show. So how well, how thanks. how are things up at the how are things up at the lake? <laughs> uh, <laughs> things at the lake are good. It's a beautiful day here today. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably going to hit uh, 
low 70s by uh, by mid-afternoon, and unfortunately, I'm inside working, but, you know, I'll, I'll get a chance to take a walk out for a break in a little while. <laughs> Very nice. Well, we, uh, as you can see, we're, we're kind of, you know, today's just a setup show for what we hope is sort of a a rebirth of this of this show that's hung around for a long time. Um, you and I met, uh, as did Robin, through through social media in Atlanta. Here, I think I think that was when I first yep. met you in person. Was at H- HR Evolution, right? Yep, yep. That's when I first uh, connected with folks. Yep. And now that goes back 2010. I uh, think 2010 or 2011. 2011, yeah, I believe. Eleven. Okay, still, still uh, amazing to me. Uh, and I have these conversations on this show all the time. But amazing to me how much time has passed. And and of course now, Tim, that we're neighbors. Uh, I live in Sandy Springs, and you're up at Lake Lanier. We never see each other in town, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it's it's nice to connect. I, I think one of the things, Robin, that you were and, and Tim, I, I'll just just hang around and, and chat with us if you like. Yeah. Uh, sure. uh, I think one of the things that Robin and I had talked about in the planning. Uh, you know these these shows. So just to just to clarify a little bit of what Robin said, um, every Tuesday, like one Tuesday, uh, like the first Tuesday of the month is going to be workplace now, and then the second Tuesday of the month is going to be one of the other shows, so that people who are you know interested in following a a particular topic or theme can dial in. We we do want to though get back to I think some of the spontaneity and uh, fun that we that we used to have, I think, in the, in the HR profession back in the days when drive through HR was live and people called in and, and the same thing when HR happy hour with Steve, Steve and Trish and Steve and, uh, uh, HR. I can't even think of Shauna. Yes. (laughs) All I can think of is, is, is Gurr and HR minion. Yeah. And Shauna, I mean, those, those, we don't, we certainly don't expect that every Tuesday afternoon at lunchtime will be, be an event, but we kind of want to, we kind of want to bring that vibe to the show. Um, I was, Robin, when you were kind of rehashing and I, you know, I, like we should shout out definitely Brian who thought of this show and, and named it. Um, I did a show with Brian during the Sherm series and it was fun. I had him interview me, but I met Brian in person at True Madison. Uh, wow. In, yeah. And, and he was doing a show from the the place that True Madison was being held, and he was literally on the phone by himself reading headlines from the Wall Street Journal to fill, <laughs> to, to fill the first ten minutes of the show until someone called in. But he he did it every day, you know, and every yep. day, and it it it, event, it took off. It became, I think, one of the you know Brian was far ahead of his time in terms of of I think HR podcasting along with Steve, and then of course. Um, Brian brought in William Tincup, who has, you know, kind of been been around for a long time, and then then Nisha and Crystal, and then I. So, and you know, Robin, you've done you've been a guest host, uh, you know, on a hundred shows or something, and we have well yeah. over a thousand shows under, you know, I think it's, I think it's like eleven hundred or fourteen hundred. I forget. I looked last week last week but i forget the number but it's there's a lot of content and you know it's not all great but a lot of it is really cool and a lot of it is uh is has been you know cemented relationships much like what we're talking about with you know having tim on the line or or other people and i think that's i think that's what we're striving to recreate so we hope that you'll you know as we as we sort of truly honor brian and, and and the other folks that were my 
my past co-hosts over the years, you really want to try to live in the spirit of that earlier day rather than, you know, a slick produced podcast, which are, which are great, but that's not what we're striving for. So that's exactly. my little shout out to those guys. And, and, you know, I've got a, um, um, I've got a similar um, story to when, when Brian showed up at, at True Madison and, and did the show. I had, um, this was shortly after William joined joined Brian. Uh, I mean, I'm talking like I think weeks, maybe a month or so. And yep. um, I was doing programming for the Louisiana Sherm State Conference, and uh, we were holding it in Lafayette, Louisiana that year. And um, Brian and William um, were were really trying to get the word out about drive through HR. Again, this was you think back. This was we were still trying to talk to HR folks about you know, what Twitter was and how they could hang out on Facebook or LinkedIn. So this was circa probably 2011. I think this was 2011. And so William and Brian um, drove down to Lafayette. I think I think Brian drove to, to Dallas, picked up William, and then they made the, you know, six-hour trip to Lafayette. Um, and I got them a booth on the Expo Hall floor, and they sat in the booth, um, you know, they had um, drink coasters. That was the giveaway mm-hmm. that had the drive-through HR logo on it. Um, handed out drink coasters, and then we did the show live uh, for the two days of the conference because it was still every day at noon. And they came into one of the, you know, um, speaker-ready rooms basically, <clears throat> and we set up in there and did the did drive-through HR live from Louisiana Sherm, at, which I think was their first go live at a Sherm event. Um, and then a couple of months later, um, I was at Illinois Sherm. I think it, it was still that year, and they did it there as well. Um, and so they they kind of they kind of made that circuit for a little while as well. And, and I, I've tried to do those. I had uh, I had a live show that was set up, and it was I couldn't think of a more boring topic. Uh, but I was asked by Andrew Morton at Sherm. To, to interview somebody from the Social Security Administration at the <laughs> show that was in D.C. So I think that was two years ago. And, yeah. and I was like, okay, but, but like, you know, we've got to have a, a quiet room and we've got to have, you know, so I got, you know, and it, this isn't like, a, a, you know, I'm not going to run a script, right? Anyway, so so we, he says, no worries, it's all great. So I, we, I meet. Uh, we, we go to the room, which was somewhere way up in the the, the bowels of the uh, Washington D.C. Convention Center, and uh-huh. Andrew's boss is in the conference room with a bunch of people, and she's obviously in an important meeting, and we weren't able to get in there. I also had the guy I was interviewing plus three other people from the Social Security Administration who came along to watch the show. Uh, and we wound up doing it at a table out in the hallway on my iPad um, during a session change. So you can imagine <laughs> the the background. Actually, the show turned out to be pretty decent, and they were really appreciative of it. But those live episodes always, yeah, at, at conferences, always sound like such a cool idea, and. 
they are they are hard to deliver sometimes, especially when you're doing them on the fly like that. So that's not truly a horror story, but it wasn't a fun hour while we were trying to get that thing yeah. together and done. So well, and that's anyway. a, that's a fault of the fine folks at the Social Security Administration, but um, that was probably one of the most exciting things that ever happened to them. That's why there yeah. was a crowd yeah. of five come and watch. It, it totally it, was. I think it included like the regional director because we were in DC. I mean, it was, I don't know who they all were, but it was like an entourage of people. So not the greatest story in the world about podcasting, but one that Tim, what, do, do you listen to podcasts often? You're listening to this show, which we appreciate. Do you listen to others? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I have uh, a podcast app that I have automatically downloading. A couple of them are just basic news kind of things that I like to catch up on every day. Uh, NPR news for uh, news broadcasts and a couple like that, uh, but I also then go out and and depending on my interests and they've changed a lot over the years. Like I used to listen to multiple HR podcasts, um, and then uh, I, I, I frankly do that a little bit less now um, because some of them are just getting a little bit repetitive. Uh, which, by the way, is why I like the way you're repositioning what you're doing with the different categories that. Are, that I think will help keep people clear on uh, on what they're going to hear this week. So that's 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 really nice. Yeah. Uh, but I also listen to some pure purely entertaining podcasts. You know, some things that are just that are just fun listens. And um, again, it, it's NPR based. It's it's some of the game shows that they do on NPR that are pretty funny. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Although I don't think that's NPR. Like high, higher. No, that's something else. Q or something, but that's not an NPR one. No, they do, a, they do a news quiz. They do a news quiz called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. They've been doing it for 20 years. Oh, yeah. But they also do, yep. they also do uh, something that's more aimed at uh, kind of trivia and puzzle, puzzle problems, which is called um, Ask Me Another. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's pretty fun. If, if you enjoy trivia, I always picture Matt Stalick listening to this show and getting everything right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I picture Matt as being right whenever I picture him, pretty much. So, yeah. <laughs> Except that on the ball game involving the Packers or Michigan State. Uh, I, I fell off. I don't know what happened. I, I, I lost. So, thanks for bringing me back on, Robin. I, I missed my, that. My that pleasure. Whole- <laughs> the the excitement of live radio. So exactly. so um so Robin, you said you had a guest. We don't have one for next Tuesday's show, but we'll take care of that. But you said you had a guest book for two weeks, and I don't, I don't know what our rotation of topics are. So who's the what's the topic, and who's the guest for that show? Since so I had that um, the theme schedule. for that week. So it's the thirteenth. So two weeks from today. Um, so our theme for that week is going to be workplace now. And in particular, we're going to be talking about, uh, very broadly, diversity and inclusion. Um, and I think we'll probably dive uh, specifically into issues around gender and um, impact of the Me Too movement, things of that nature. And our guest, mm-hmm. is, uh, Katie, our, uh, our guest is going to be Katie Van Horn, who oh, okay. um, I, know, I, I believe you've met her, Mike. Yes, I know Katie, sure. Yep, yeah. yep. Formerly of GoDaddy, if I remember, and now doing her own uh-huh. thing. I think. Yep, yeah. yep. She was um, she headed up um, global diversity and inclusion for GoDaddy, and really kind of took them through their transition 
because um, they had sort of a cultural shift, ooh, good five, six years ago. Um, and so she kind of worked through all of that from a cultural standpoint and then launched really their global diversity and inclusion efforts and, and kind of oversaw that. And she stepped out on her own earlier this year, and so now she's helping other global organizations um, kind of navigate the same the same things. GoDaddy had the sort of the same thing as uh, Carl's and Hardy's where they had the like uh, bikini babe type promotions going on for a long time. And and it's, it's interesting that it'll actually be interesting to hear that. I just saw today where uh, uh, there's a woman named Deb Muller. She runs a group called HR Acuity and they just released a study uh, white paper, you know, which every, every group does something of, but um, they surveyed over 150 companies about what's going on with me too, and what they've been experiencing in the last year. And there's actually some really cool information in there. So it's uh, hracuity.com. If you're interested in picking up that white paper, of course, they'll want your email address and your name and phone number probably, but it's, it's pretty, pretty interesting actually. So we just, I just downloaded that yesterday. So, how are we doing on time? Well, we're, um, we're getting down to, I can't believe it goes so fast, but, I mean, we've got a little bit of time left, but we're down to getting closer to the five-minute mark. And, um, you know, we did promise some um, some HR horror stories, and um, I don't really have a story related to this so much, but when you're talking about, um, you know, we're talking about Halloween, we're talking about um, some of these, you know, gender issues in the workplace and how people kind of navigate it and, and what it brought to mind for me, um, having worked, you know, in the, in an office in HR for so many years is, you know, just think about tomorrow, all of our, all of our HR friends, um, and managers and, you know, anybody sort of supervising people in the workplace, um, there's going to be a lot of people sort of navigating the challenges of what sorts of costumes their employees may or may not choose to wear to the office tomorrow. Did, did, did either of you guys ever run into anything where somebody dressed um, highly inappropriately on Halloween specifically? Uh, I, you know, I had, like, I don't know how inappropriate it was, but, like, I, there are, you know, there were there was like back in the olden days of horror movies, which are kind of back around now with Halloween being out and and uh, uh, Julie, uh, what's her name, Julie Curtis, uh, playing a sixty year old self from Halloween. You know, that was yeah. the, like the Freddy Kruegers and the the slashers. Those were a lot of dudes used to like to wear those costumes and and act scary. And I always thought that was inappropriate. Um, not so yeah. much, you know, like risque you know, sexy nurse or whatever, like you'd see at a party. I've never had much of that. Right. Okay. Uh, I, we used to try to, you know, just from a managing it, we used to try to, if, if we were having a Halloween party, we would usually try to assign like some theme, right? Like, it, you know, if, yeah. I don't know, like one Alice in Wonderland or whatever, which doesn't necessarily mean it stays clean, but at least it gives some concept of, you know, what, what they're going to wear and what the characters are, right. I guess. And that helped with people. How about you? Did you ever have one that was way outside the, outside the boundaries? Um, I did that really. Tim, did you ever run into anything? No, I, you know, I spent probably 
two-thirds of my career in manufacturing in an environment that wouldn't have been conducive to or encouraged or yeah. discouraged. We, we just didn't have yeah. to deal with it. And, and, and in the office that I work in, it's not um, – it's business casual, but they've never suggested that it would be okay to, to wear a costume to work. So you, you see very little – uh, you know, you'll see a couple of people maybe just wear a Halloween sweatshirt or something like that, but we don't get, yeah. I don't think costumes at work ever. Hmm. Now, theoretically, in my last, uh, you know, my last gig here that I left three weeks ago, um, uh, you know, so I was, I was working casino HR, which was my second go out in the casino. And um, we had, um, you know, some of the wardrobe pieces that our employees would wear in the casinos, um, would probably be considered um, good and sexy costumes for somebody to wear to their own Halloween party. Kind of look at it that way. But that, that but that was that was <laughs> <laughs> that was the business look that that you were. That's right. Um, exactly. You know, uh, Disney. Uh, when I worked down in Florida, I didn't work for Disney, but Disney. It was only like five years ago, or you know, some not it, not in the not too distant past. They used to make all their employees come in and change on premises because they didn't want their employees wearing. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking about the Mickey Mouse people. I'm talking about like the the chefs or the you know the people mm-hmm. who are tour guides. And they didn't want them wearing their outfits out in the community for fear that they would be seen doing something bad, buying beer, smoking a cigarette, right. you know, or whatever. Some so yeah. Disney used to be very protective of its image to the point where they didn't even allow people to take clothes home to change or clean. It was all yeah. done on site, which so that's, that's sort of the opposite of somebody wearing the, you know, it's like, don't you dare wear at home. You'll get in trouble. We, um, uh, you know, we had that, um, <coughs> excuse me. We had that as a, as a policy um, at the casino, um, you know, don't wear your, you know, your, 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 you could wear your uniform home, and yes, if you're stopping to get gas or pick up your kid or, what, you know, whatever, that's fine. But, you know, you shouldn't be wearing your, you know, your dealer uniform out and about or your cocktail waitress uniform out and about, you know, wandering around Baton Rouge. Um, and I prob- I had just started there, so this was about three years ago, and um, my husband and I went out to a local watering hole, and um, walked in and sat down, and I was so new that I didn't necessarily recognize all of our employees at that time. And this is somebody who worked like the, you know, grave shift. Um, but here was one of our uh, dealers sitting at the bar wearing his uniform. I recognized the uniform. I didn't recognize him. Hmm. I thought, oh, boy. Talk about, talk about an HR dilemma, uh, you know. I said, Walk in. Here's your recognize the uniform. Not recognize the employee, but know the uniform. And and it's it was not your casino, right? It was something else. You were no, it else. was out at a at a local uh, dive bar. Okay. Yeah. So he stopped yeah. on his way to or from work, or and yeah. Uh, on his, on um, his way uh, uh, from work. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Anyway. Um, the, this 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 isn't scary, but it's 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 uniform related, uh, and it's also Matt Stalick related remotely. Uh, in that there's a chain out west called In and Out Burger, and they yep. they just filed a they just filed a case. Well, the case has been going on through the NLRB. The NLRB ruled that an out In and Out Burger could not uh, refuse to have employees wear a union pin as part of their uniform. 
they had some oh, unionization yep. issues, and they, the and the board, the the Trump board, which is more conservative, said that it was okay. So In and Out just has just filed in the Supreme Court, and asked the Supreme Court to review that decision by the board uh, about you know wearing one. Um, one union pin they're that concerned right. about their image and branding so that'll take a year or so to get heard if it gets if it yep. gets picked up by the court so mm. still still stuff like that matters in hr even little things sometimes so, yeah anyway. exactly well and, uh, we, you know and, that's uh are we at? go ahead we're, we're 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 getting close to wrapping it up that's a good story to leave us with there's an hr lesson okay. in every episode of drive through hr Right. Right. What? Mind your pins and cues. Right. And always listen yeah. to Matt Stalick. Tim, yeah. thanks for jumping on with us. It was great to have a call in on our our first show back, even though you really were just planning on listening. But it's nice to have you here. So. No, no. Thanks for letting me bust in. I appreciate it. Yeah. And by the way, I did I did get I did get the email you sent me quite a while ago. So congratulations on your upcoming event, and uh, yeah, hope hope that all goes well. Related to yeah, Robin. Maybe, maybe you need maybe you need a fifth category. What to do when you retire? Because that's what Mike's referring to. Ooh, I'm leaving my yeah. job. I'm leaving my job after 40 years at the end of the year. I we might have to do a, a virtual retirement party for you when that happens on the show. I think that would be awesome. Bye bye bye. I'd, I'd show, show up. Okay. <laughs> well, we'd need to have you there, or else every we just talk about you and probably assign you a lot of work that would never get done. So. Right. Anyway. <laughs> well, let me uh, right. let me give us a let me uh, let me give us a sign off. So thanks everybody for uh, tuning in to Drive Through HR. Join us uh, join us next week, November sixth, also Election Day, um, and every Tuesday thereafter. And I'm Robin Schooling along with Mike Vandervoort. Thanks. Look forward to talking to you folks. Thanks, Tim. Bye, Robin. Bye. Bye.